0: Christians in Action Missions International is actively accepting applications from those desiring to win the lost at any cost. We've been sending long-term missionaries throughout the world for 62 years. We emphasize intentional personal evangelism, equipping disciples and planting churches among the nations. We empower national leadership to demonstrate and declare the love of God to the unreached. Journey with us as we take the gospel to the world. Log on at CINAMI.org Org, that's C-I-N-A-M-I dot O-R-G, or call 559-370-4103. Charlotte Christian College and Theological Seminary believes that every Christian has a distinct calling and that he or she must boldly respond to that call. Charlotte Christian specializes in equipping the adult learner and all degrees are available both online and on campus. Degree fields include urban Christian ministry, biblical studies, pastoral studies, and more. So whether you are called to full-time ministry or as a co-vocational minister, Charlotte Christian can help you. Visit us at charlottechristian.edu or call 704 334 6882. It's Messiah Community Radio Talk Show. This is Michael James Lauren, your host. Well, we talk about Santa Claus, we talk about Easter. Some people put it in the same basket of holidays. What about Halloween? People go out and have a good time at Halloween? Not so, says uh, Linda Winwood and many Christians out there. of The topic and the discussion, welcome to the program. Thank you. And by Vocal Booth To Go carries a complete line of products and accessories specifically designed for voiceover actors, audio professionals, podcasters, producers, and studio owners to help them get professional results for their clients. It's your go-to place for sound treatment, soundproofing, portable and mobile vocal booths. Visit VocalBoothToGo.com for more information. And Aurelix Acoustics has one mission. So that seems to be a point of contention now, you know, the little boy and little girl. And why spoil all the fun uh, going out and dressing up in cute little costumes? And now you wrote a book and you said that uh, the Lord had led you to this years ago. Again, Mommy, why don't we celebrate Halloween? So tell us about this book. First of all, it's a children's book, the history of this. I mean, there are all kinds of books on it, but there are not a lot of books where Christians will take a stand and say that uh, this is not okay. And uh, how unpopular, the fact that you wrote a book that says it's not okay, and you do it in, in, in beautiful uh, edifying terms for uh, everyone who's a Christian, but kids in particular. Well, I think
1: with Christians, we have to be careful about what we do. Uh bring our children and allow in our homes and allow our children to see. Unfortunately, with the Internet the way it is today, it's becoming harder and harder. But I went to search for a book that explained why we didn't celebrate, and I found out that no one had ever written a book for children. There were tracks out there. There was a whole lot of adult literature, but nothing for kids. And I tried to convince everybody I know to write the book, and a friend said to me, I think that's something God has planned for you. And I thought, lady, if you knew anything about me, that's the last thing you would say. And my friend said, um, we need this book. And if you don't do it, God will bless someone else and send have them do it. And you'll miss the blessing. So she encouraged me and we got it into print and sold 700 copies the first week Wow! that I self-published.
0: Can I get an amen? Three years. (laughs) Yeah. uh, Uh,
1: The next year, I sold 1,100. And then the following year, a publisher picked it up. And now it's national, international, and in five different languages.
0: That's incredible. So, I mean, you got to start somewhere in the conversation with kids because kids are going to grow up. And they should, you know, the way that they should go is is to follow the Lord, right? When you look at uh, at Halloween again, there are people who are going to say, "What's the big deal?" And you Christians, you take it so seriously, and so forth. But um, you know, the fact is that there are occult origins to to this.
1: Um, I know that some of the uh, most popular Christian radio stations uh, wouldn't even touch the subject when I first started uh, sending out books to see if they wanted to do interviews that puts a no on Halloween it's just too controversial. They'd rather just ignore it. And it's only one day. It's not a big deal. But uh, that's something that is Satan is counting on us to believe that he isn't real, but he's out there. And especially in the time that we are today, um, I believe we are in the end times. I just can't believe I'm seeing the things I'm seeing happen today. And um, I think we just have to be so careful.
0: Absolutely. And we want to talk about more. We're with Linda Winwood, the book Mommy. Why don't we celebrate Halloween and taking a stance against Halloween and why? We'll talk about the origins of Halloween right after this. God has designed you for a unique purpose. Get equipped for God's call with a degree from Clark Summit University. Choose from undergraduate and master's degrees available completely online in programs like business, counseling, Bible, and education. For some programs, it's possible to earn your degree in as little as two years, or you can complete the degree you previously started. See if you qualify for a tuition discount. Answer God's call on your life and become a Christ-centered, career-ready graduate. Go to clarksummitu.edu slash podcast. That's clarksummitu.edu slash podcast. Okay, we're back with Linda Winwood, Mommy, why don't we celebrate Halloween? It's unpopular to say that, but yet uh, wait until you get to the nuts and the bolts of what is behind Halloween and and what Jesus says. And uh, many parents wonder if they should allow their children to participate in Halloween traditions. And children ask the toughest questions, don't they, Linda? <laughs>
1: Boy, they sure do.
0: <laughs> you know, and uh, you, you have that discussion. I mean, you're treating kids like uh, little adults. You know, you're having conversations where they can understand and have a sensibility and that their morals are being enriched. And it's not just saying, hey, we don't celebrate Halloween. That's it. No, that's what's beautiful about the book. It's edifying their discussions. The fact that uh, you can make a choice and say it's okay to love Jesus and say, no, to this and here's why what are the origins of Halloween uh, just on the brief up and up here or the down <laughs> the down and dirty on Halloween
1: well it, Halloween started um, years ago when people used to um, worship things like statues and um, the Sun the moon the stars and um, the what they the Celts Celtics are actually the ones that uh, brought Halloween probably to its biggest point, and the trick-or-treat part of Halloween comes where they used to believe that evil spirits on this time of year would come around, roam around the country, and to appease them so that they wouldn't do things to them, they would um, dress up in costumes and build a bonfire, and Um, put food into this bonfire so that's where the treat part comes from and they would wear costumes and um like animal heads and animal skins and animal bones and that's the costume part and then there was a man that the people believed his he died and his soul roamed the earth so they would put pump um, and he carried a lantern and his name was jack And they would put these pumpkins and turnips in front of their doors with candles in them so that if the evil spirits came by, they would see this and think that Jack was already there and move on. So that's where the jack-o'-lantern part comes from.
0: You know, the great thing of having different guests on the program, we have many and you're one of the the good guests that we have here, but it's the fact that I learn stuff and you see the jack-o'-lantern and you, you don't even question it. You just grow up with it. Uh, and now, you, I, of course, I understand it has, uh, you know, again, occult, satanic origins.
1: Yes, and um, the early Roman church, was, they used to celebrate All Saints Day in May. And when they started to um, try to convert the pagans to the uh, Roman religion, they told them they moved um, All Saints Day to November 1st to counteract October 31st, which they changed the name to Holy Evening and told the people instead of worshiping the dead, they should pray to the dead. And the Romans thought as long as the people were praying for the dead instead of praying to their gods, Halloween would become a Christian holiday, but it didn't work. Just changing the name of something doesn't stop the people, and they kept celebrating their holidays and also celebrate Halloween.
0: I mean, if, let's just say that everybody was dressed like Jesus for Halloween. That would be offensive to people, right? But people dra- <laughs> dressing up like Dracula with blood and gore and all kinds, that's fully accepted. And it, it does make you think, and this is what I like about your book, you know, it shows the look on the child's face. Something ain't right here.
1: <laughs> yes, we in the world now, We it's the tables have turned. We call evil good and good evil. Yes. I know that a lot of the Christian bookstores are closing because people aren't going into shop. People are shopping online. And uh, it's pretty hard to keep these stores opened. But, you know, it's just the same thing. Satan doesn't come in with a big lie. He just sneaks in with something little. and it, But our children are so smart today that I do think sometimes that, In Sunday school, they teach a little lesson and then they give them a coloring book or something to do. But these children are a lot smarter than they were 20 and 30 years ago. And it might have something to do with the internet. I don't know. Or just that the schools are teaching better. Kids are, it's mandated that children go to kindergarten full time now. So we're not dealing with stupid children. Our kids are a lot smarter than we think they are. There's really something serious behind all this. And the scripture clearly says, abstain from the appearance of evil. And we just have to guide our children and pray about things and pray about decisions that we have and that we make.
0: Preach it, Linda. Preach it. But <laughs> no, I mean, it's true. I'm sorry. We, no, no, no <laughs> I can't help no, it. No, no, no. That's not. No. You see, now there's a reason. And again, uh, in, in a very beautiful way and in a very edifying way, that you lay it down the way Jesus would want, saying that, you know, abstain from this. And you do it, and I must say, as a master communicator, you, you lay it down for kids. And it's not an easy thing to do. I mean, to, to have that type of communication gift and be able to get through to children, and I'm sure more than just children, but this is a kid's book. And they receive it. We want to talk about more with Linda Winwood. She is the author of a very popular book called Mommy, Why Don't We Celebrate Halloween? Check it out. It's certainly on Amazon. And where else can people get it?
1: It's uh, available in, uh, online, all Christian bookstores. You can order at Barnes & Noble. So it's available everywhere.
0: We want to get your remaining thoughts. Again, Mommy, why don't we celebrate Halloween? I could just hear the kids crying because they want their candy. <laughs> but uh, we'll be right back right after this. Sennheiser has been continuously setting trends in the audio industry. Wherever people care passionately about recording, transmitting, or playing sound, Sennheiser will be there. Artists, disc jockeys, scientists, sound technicians, or demanding music lovers, the Sennheiser name always stands for premium products, headphones, microphones, and all-around audio solutions. The ultimate in sound quality. Sennheiser. Linda Winwood is our special guest and the author of the book Mommy, why don't we celebrate Halloween? Yes, it is upon us and you always hear stories, don't you? When uh, all of a sudden uh, some party went wrong and some bad things happened for for Halloween and uh what kind of stories do you get from uh, from parents because again, being able to have the ability to communicate and which is really what it's all about. Jesus enjoyed communicating. To the children, and you do a wonderful job. One of the very few books that uh, that does it in your book, "Mommy, Why Don't We Celebrate Halloween?" Um, why do you feel kids receive it when they uh, when they hear this message from you?
1: Well, first, when they hear the book and they see the book and they listen to the story, then they get it. And I think there's some children who are very sensitive to uh, what Christ is saying to them, and they. And there's other kids who just kind of throw it off. And, and I always tell the kids, don't, you don't take your Bible and beat people over the head with it to convert people. Just like this book. You share it with your friends. Let them hear it. Maybe sit around and eat pumpkin seeds or cookies or popcorn or whatever. Read the book. When they ask, why don't you celebrate Halloween? And it's food for thought. You don't know when you're going to plant a seed in somebody's heart that the Holy Spirit will come and water. When my girls were little, we lived, like I said, out in the middle of nowhere in the country, and my sisters used to give the girls their old prom gowns and their old makeup, and they dressed in costume every day. And we lived a mile and a half away from the candy store, so my girls, would once a week, would get on their bicycles and drive to the store, buy their candy, and come home. So trick-or-treat wasn't a big deal. We have candy all the time, and we always dress up in costume. And when the other kids were questioning, I said to my girls, do you remember when our neighbor Jamie said he never had a chocolate bar and you were shocked? You mean you never had an M&M? You never had a Reese's Pieces? And he said no, because the first time he ate it, he broke out, and his mom knew he couldn't eat it again. But do you remember how surprised you were? Well, that's the way these people are. When you tell them you never celebrated Halloween, because to them it's just shocking and different. But when you share share them why you don't celebrate, we people always make fun, and children will always tease you about things. Not really to hurt your feelings. Maybe some will, some don't. But most of the time, it's just kidding and teasing around. But I think when you share your faith with someone, that God will. That's like planting a seed, mm-hmm. and God will help that grow a few years down the road.
0: In reading other books, I'm sure you've read a lot about the subject. Um, what, do you, what do you think that uh, some of the confusion out there is when people? some people think it's okay to not only celebrate Halloween Christians, but they also feel it's a great time to, uh, to share the gospel? Your thoughts?
1: Well, I did have uh, several people mention to me that this is the one time of the year where all the parents come out with the kids and the neighborhood's flooded with people, and they all get together and they meet their neighbors, and and it's a, just a wonderful time to uh, invite people to sh- to church. And I do understand part of that, but my other thoughts are, why does it have to be Halloween? Why can't we get together with our neighbors other times of the year, invite people to church? And, you know, why does it have to be a holiday like Halloween? I mean, God could turn that around and use it for good. When I wrote the book, I did it so that if I could change just a few lives, you know, I initially wrote it to explain why my kids didn't celebrate, to keep the teasing. And I knew there were a lot of other people that were dealing with the same subject, you know, the same problem. Riding public school buses to Christian schools, or whenever they come to your door and your kids aren't trick or treating, why aren't you celebrating? And there wasn't anything out there for the parents to to give um, or their kids to share with other people. And to be perfectly honest, even when you take a stand and don't want to celebrate Halloween, sometimes you get a lot of flack from your family and grandparents.
0: So, what do you do? Do you turn the lights out and just don't participate in giving? Candy, or do you say to the you know to the Christians out there, um, you know your kids are not celebrating Halloween, but uh, do you what do you do? Do you give candy out, or you just turn the lights off?
1: Well, I think each family has to deal with it. Whatever, whenever whatever way they're comfortable, if it really bothers your kids to see the other children coming to the house, um, then maybe you just need to go, I'm sorry, but maybe go somewhere if your church doesn't have an alternative, find another activity for your family. But I know many families whose children enjoy handing out the candy and guessing their friends. And I remember my girlfriend saying her kids were handing the candy. And another little kid said, why aren't you dressed up? And he said, well, we're handing out the candy. And he looked at his mom and said, can we go home and hand out candy too? So it's I think it's just something that each family has to deal with. I know a lot of Christians who turn buy candy, turn out the lights, go into a back room, watch TV and eat the candy themselves. <laughs>
0: Yeah, there should be like an automatic uh, dispenser, right? You could just leave. <laughs>
1: it's just uh, a personal thing, however you want to do it, however you feel.
0: Linda, I want to mention something. This is just an observation in reading your book. Again, Mommy, why don't we celebrate Halloween? Linda Winwood, our special guest, is the fact when you when you scroll through and just looking at the pictures, okay, it shows in a beautiful way the the childlike observations of seeing, hey, you know, OK, if we don't celebrate Halloween and mommy and daddy are saying it's, it's not OK to do that. And you could see the look on their face. Well, you know, they're they're interested. They're concerned. Uh, they see that uh, it looks like it could be fun. They're, they're watching from a distance. And then in the illustrations, it's about that there is good teaching coming from the parents and that, you know, they don't feel like uh, alienated. You know, I think a lot of Christian parents, they point the finger and say, you can't do this or that, and uh, they think that's going to work. But there's some good communication that goes on, and they understand the history of Halloween, the origins. It talks about, uh, you know, when you mentioned how the pilgrims and Thanksgiving is kind of a warm-filled day, it makes you feel good. And there's belonging, going back to family once again, where they are affirmed that it's okay to celebrate uh, Jesus and Jesus alone. And, uh, you know, I think uh, it's hard to keep the faith by yourself. So constantly, you see over and over again, the love and affirmation of family, and they don't feel so bad about not celebrating Halloween. In the end, not to give it away.
1: (laughs) I get letters and calls every year from people who have had the book Saw the you know maybe the, the new newest release the full color version and they're now using it on their grandchildren and uh, thanking me for doing this so um, it it's something that people keep in their on their bookshelves and um I, like I said I'm still getting letters email and now it's more emails than anything thanking me for uh, continuing with this um, fight and it is a fight but uh, we have to do it in love.
0: Yeah, and the kids have to be strong in their faith, and that's what I love about the affirmation of the of the parents, that it's okay to say that I'm with Jesus and the world will go their direction, but that's okay, and that they feel good about it, not oddballs, and then uh, go off the rails like a lot of kids do in <laughs> Christian homes, you know, they it, just remaining strong in the faith, and you do a great job. Just if you would pray for us, we'd appreciate that.
1: All right. Heavenly Father, I thank you for this opportunity to come to spread your word and your message with people all over the airwaves. Lord God, we thank you for your wisdom, your love, and your Holy Spirit. Father God, if this is something that you have for us, Lord, whether to accept or reject, God, we ask that you speak to everyone listening, Father God, and give them your mind and your heart and your Holy Spirit. Fill them to overflow, Lord. And I ask that your protection over all those families who have chosen to celebrate this in ignorance, Lord, whether they do or don't know what this holiday is about. We ask for your protection on all your innocent people. We thank you and we praise you in Jesus' name. Amen.
0: Amen. You must be strong in the faith because you've taken a stand. And uh, by the grace of God, we thank you for being on the program tonight.
1: It was a pleasure. Thank you for asking.
0: And Oralex Acoustics has one mission, to make you sound your best. Thousands of satisfied OrLex customers have experienced improved acoustics along with free expert advice, total sound control products from OrLex Enjoy widespread use among prominent artists, producers, engineers, and corporations worldwide. Remember, it's not your gear, it's the room. Visit Auralex.com for more information.